0: State Street Studio, home of ESPN 1000, Chicago's all-sports station. This is WMVP AM Chicago.
1: Working from home? We're back in the office. Don't miss a minute of Carmen and Yurko.
2: Just ask your smart speaker to play ESPN 1000. Is Jim Harbaugh making the jump to the NFL? And if he does, are the Bears the team to hire him? Too much buzz. All quiet on the Western Front right now. We're still waiting for the Bears to announce when they're going to have their end of year press conference. See what they say there. It feels like for the last couple of weeks now that Matt Uberflus's job is safe. Three one, two, three, three two three, seven, seven, six one. If you want to ring us up, it's Carmen and York. Watch us on YouTube today and every day. You can also watch on Twitch. Download the ESPN Chicago app. You got to have it. Listen on demand anytime, anywhere. All the shows, all the original podcasts. There's so much great content there. You need the ESPN Chicago app, and you're like, "Carmen, of course we have it." Well, then tell your family, tell your friends, tell they everybody need the ESPN Chicago app. Tell everyone, like Yerko said. Tell your friends, tell their friends, and so on and so on. We played a little Albert. Uh, 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 we played a little Albert Breer, little Bert Breer for you, Yerk. On Caleb Williams, you want to hear Mel? Sure. We got to talk to Mel soon. You know, let the dust settle maybe a little, and uh, we'll get into more of the offseason. But uh, I got to talk to Mel soon. He was on Get Up talking about what the Bears are going to do with that top overall pick.
3: Grady, I'm going back and forth with this on almost a daily basis. And I thought about it last night and this morning. I'm back to Caleb. I'm back to Caleb Williams today, real time, because of this. People say, well, you stay with the known over the unknown, the known being Justin Fields. But they're all unknowns. Justin Fields is an unknown whether he can be a franchise quarterback. Caleb Williams, this year, if you say, well, he struggled, well, yeah, from the Arizona game one, he wasn't phenomenal, but hey, this kid doesn't throw interceptions, he had a higher completion percentage this year than he did last year when he was off the charts, great, 93 touchdowns he was responsible for the last two years, includes 21 rushing touchdowns, 10 interceptions, to me, that's a chance for a grand slam, home run at the worst, maybe triple, as opposed to maybe a double for Justin Fields, who I had as the second highest rated quarterback when he came out behind Trevor. So I like mm-hmm. Justin Fields, but if you can get the eighth pick from Atlanta in a trade and, and draft Caleb Williams, uh, then I think you're setting yourself up very well for the future. So as we speak right now, if I'm the Bears, I'm taking Caleb Williams number one overall and trading Justin Fields.
2: And that was Mel's take. Here's Daniel Jeremiah
3: on NFL
2: Total Access on the NFL
3: Network. To me. I- I've been saying this throughout the process. I feel like this decision while it's going to be difficult in the environment in Chicago because of the pressure and the popularity of Justin Fields, if you step back, remove yourself from that and look at it, this is to me it's a no-brainer. You are going to trade Justin Fields, you are going to draft a quarterback with that first overall pick. You're gonna go from paying having to pay a quarterback, which in field you'd have to pay him forty plus million to now being able to get one for about nine or ten million. Yeah. And that thirty million dollars worth of savings, go help your team. And the draft picks you get for Justin Fields, go help your team. Build around a new quarterback reset that clock, that's the smart thing to do.
4: Basically saying the player that you have in fields very similar to the player you might be able to get it number one overall with some major cost
3: savings to help build around that young player. Yeah, it's thirty million. I mean, put a number on yeah, it. It's thirty million works. dollars difference.
2: how much do you fa- how much is like if you're the man leading the charge up there, York? Like does that factor into the calculus? Like resetting that quarterback uh, clock. Knowing no Justin's going it into your field. It four. would
1: absolutely if the quarterback was playing exceptional football then it wouldn't matter. It wouldn't I get matter. It. Right, I get that. The quarterback is not playing exceptional football. Right. He's playing above-average football. And the running game, the, di- the dynamics of the running game make him an, an above-average quarterback. So would resetting the clock and giving you six years without having to pay him? hmm Because you sign him, then you get the fifth-year option, mm-hmm. you you get the franchise tag where, you know, the average of those first six years aren't anything near what you'd be paying a quarterback um, sure, that's important uh, thinking. Um, if you believe Caleb Williams is who he is, right. You got to believe in one of them. Otherwise, that, you've yeah. got to make a move for yeah. those who yeah. yeah. And then you better be right.
2: Yep. You got to believe in one of them. And then you got to believe in one and of
1: them. And if then you don't, you better be you right. You
2: better be right. You can't be wrong. Amen. Zach's in Utah. What's up, Zach?
5: Hey, how you guys doing? Thanks for taking my call. Sure. A um, couple of things. So, first of all, with Harbaugh, if the Bears don't bring in a guy like Harbaugh, who everywhere he's gone, his coaches have loved coaching for him. His players have loved playing for him. He's kind of, in the words of Tom Waddle, a, a red ass. Oh, he's definitely we a red ass. We need a guy <laughs> like that. Yeah, I mean...
2: But I don't know, do the Bears Bruce have... A, a, let, me, let me ask you this real quick, Zach. Do the Bears have, like, a culture problem that needs... Like, I think Harbaugh brings other qualities that are good... As a coach, do, do they need, do the Bears need an attitude adjustment? Like, do they need a red-ass like Harbaugh? I don't know that they have a culture problem, do they? So,
5: I'm not sure about a culture problem, but I'll tell you right now, I'm sick and tired of hearing about how good of a guy mm. Eberflus is. I don't care. <laughs> and it's like Kuiper was just talking about how good a guy, or Breer, was talking about how good of a guy Caleb Williams is. I don't care, man. And as far as stats go with Caleb Williams and Justin Fields' comparison, coming out of college, Justin Fields was on fire. The guy was on fire. So, to, calling it unknown and an unknown, they're both unknown. Until yeah. you get a, a, a coach in there who knows what the heck he's doing with a quarterback and you start limiting your risk, if you keep going with Eberflus, Who knows what the heck is going to happen? But if you bring in a guy like Harbaugh, who's going to be developing a quarterback, who's going to be able to recruit free agents, you know, he's a guy that people want to play for. Call up anybody, any players right now in the NFL. Ask him if they absolutely want to go play for Eberflus. What are they going to say?
2: <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm not Zach. Thanks for the phone call, buddy. I don't. I'm not sure. I mean, I mean, I I bet you'd find some guys on his defenses that would tell you they like playing for him very, very much. Um, Harbaugh's done. He, Harbaugh did well in the NFL with quarterbacks. They made something out of Alex Smith for a little while. He, without question, realized the the talent and potential. And Colin Kaepernick and he made a lot out of Colin Kaepernick. Yes, and had great success for a little while there. So, uh, that's feather in his cap for sure. It absolutely is. Absolutely, do you feel like the Bears need like a red ass coach to change the culture? I don't well, think that's a the, problem. The last right guy now. that had any panache was Ditka, and Ditka
1: was sometimes bigger than the Bears, wasn't he? I'd say a lot of times he's bigger than the Bears. So do, do you mind that if your head coach comes in and sometimes he's bigger than the Bears? Didn't that turn the players off by the end, York? I thought it did. Well, only because Coach told him not to go and, and become Hollywood, not go, and then Coach was doing every commercial in the book. So there's a little bit of hypocrisy yeah. there. Yeah, that's what turned him off. Yeah, You know, hey, don't go doing this, don't go doing everything, we still got to play fun. And then Coach was in every commercial you could find. Let me tell and you about Coach every, every, Yeah, every speaking engagement you can find Coach was doing. I got these new bratwursts, Errol's in
2: Lansing. I love that name. Errol, what's up?
1: Hey, how you doing there, guys? Good. How are
6: you? I'm good. Hey, listen, um, Chicago, we always had a hard hustle teams. We deal with mediocrity. Uh, okay, next year we'll be all right. Well, I think what, what's happening, we're getting a little nervous because we actually see it finally. It's not just defense, and we run the ball and grind the ball. We're starting to see a little bit of offense, even though it didn't flourish this year. But we do see something. So now we're getting nervous. Yeah, we go get Caleb. I get it. Justin, you have have lightning in a bottle, and the Bears have never shown that they know how to harness that type of energy Mm -hmm. and cultivate it because you can make that kid into the quarterback that we need. You go get the players, we say, around him. Yes, we have a chance to do all of that. We've always had the defense. I heard you guys saying Ditka. To me, it was Buddy. Yeah. You know, because that defense carried that team. You know, Chicago is just that hard-working team, and we just accept these things. But we see it. We're on the precipice of getting it. So I, you know, like Yerko said, get those players, man. Put some right. guys. That, you Thanks. know, we saw it. We saw it this weekend. The Packers, they bullied us. Okay?
0: Yeah.
6: We would believe in something this week. The offensive line bullied us. The defensive line bullied us. And I actually believe that we fell back into, okay, we, we get it now. We're, we're not you guys.
2: Green
0: Bay definitely <laughs>
6: won
2: uh, the line of scrimmage earlier. You're right about that. I yes. think Michigan won the line of scrimmage last night. There's no yeah. doubt. They ran that little offset. Yeah. You know, where they put the extra linemen over yep. there. Yep. They ran it a lot. Man, yeah. You know, you're talking about last night? Yes. Yeah, they ran yes. it a lot with a uh, really spread high, high wide. degree of
1: success. Spread him out wide, man-on-man. On man, the only guy that was unblocked was the safety all the way in the back, mm. and he had to come a long way through a, a lot way. of blocking to try to get to where the running back was going to be. Yeah. Uh,
2: all right, what's next, Eric? How about Tom in Oak Anything you want. Side? Uh, what up,
0: Tommy? What's up, guys? So um, I, I feel that if you're Ryan Poles, you almost have to at least call Jim Harbaugh and gain his interest and the job because there's just there's just too much uh, there's just too much there a former bear player you're wanting to you're wanting to change the culture to make it a winning culture not as far as like you know whether you know people like each other in the locker room but you want it to start becoming a winning culture and as much as you want to say well that uh, fourth year in San Francisco what happened there but the previous 3 years I mean, they were a winning culture when before that they were losing. And they he even took them to a Super Bowl. He was one play away from winning a Super Bowl with them. And he has the experience in the NFL. So it's not like you're hiring uh, one of these coordinators that does not have any experience. And, and, and listen, if you're not going to inquire, that's fine. Then, then to me, that just means that you're not really serious regarding, you know, wanting to change this around and make this a winning culture, which is great because then I don't have to worry about going on Twitter and looking up people saying, oh, we should draft this person, that person, this person, that person, because we'll just be in the continual circle of suck that we've been in for quite some time. I hate
2: the continual circle of suck, Tommy. Thanks. Nobody wants to be in that circle. Nobody. Nobody. Uh, 2023 NFL predictions. I got nine out of the 14 playoff teams, and that's not enough. I lost the bet. We will yes, be dining at Olive Garden. I only got eight of 14. Nine out of 14 is pretty good. Yeah. It's like 65%. I got eight of 14. You got eight out of four. Even that's I felt good. pretty good. And before fifty
1: percent. Anybody that looked at the AFC North and didn't have Cincinnati in the playoffs would have been crazy. You said you're crazy. Of course. Then the injury to Joe Burrow and all of a sudden it widened it's wide open. Pittsburgh, Cleveland, and Baltimore make it out of the AFC North. That's right. And if you didn't pick that correctly, you were dead in the water the rest of the way because everybody's picked Jacksonville. Found Uh, a way to to go one and five, I think, down the stretch and not make the playoffs. The
2: opposite of what they did last year. Yes. So I picked only 9 out of 14, which, again, I, I think that's pretty good in the NFL. But it's not enough. Olive and Garden it is, tour, my friend. The tour of, tour of the- You know, it was funny. Friday, you guys, I, we, we, were, we didn't, uh, it was at the end of the show. So Black and Abdallah don't know this. I was going to tell the story on the air, but it was the end of the show. We started cross Because we weren't
7: listening or because we didn't talk about it? No, we didn't, didn't because
2: no, well, I, I didn't tell the story. Like I was like, oh, my God, this is so funny. we got to talk about it. But it was the end of the show, and then crosstalk started. So we were down in Homewood, and Yurko had a good crew. That's not too far from you know his stopping yeah. grounds. Cayman City originally, but Sherville now. Captain Lou Bufano came by. Good sweet old Louie Lou. Louie, sweet Lou Bufano. Louie yeah, Louie. And uh, Lou Bufano, if you could tell, is in Italian. Lou brought his two boys who are aged... 11 and 13. Vinny and Santino. Vinny and Sonny. Yeah. And he brings them up and Louis says, guys, get back by the backdrop. Go by Carmen and York. Take a picture. Yeah, come on in, guys.
7: Take a picture. Let's he get says, three paisans.
2: So I said to them, I looked at, these kids are 11 and 13, right? I go, boys, you ever been to the Olive Garden? This was their reaction. If you're on YouTube, you see it. This was their reaction. They both went like that. And they yeah. look scared. They go, <laughs> and one of them yeah. goes... We're not allowed to, and I'm like exactly. <laughs> Do you see what I'm talking about? Yeah, these are two paisan kids, Vinny and Sonny Buffano.
1: Louis, uh, dad was a butcher too. Wow, then yeah, come so, on. I mean, he used to, you know, they, they get have all the, ten fingers. They get, yeah, he did. Okay, good. And uh, Porchetta. He used porchetta. to make a, yeah porchetta whatever, Carm. The porchetta, por- porchetta it, on the menu yeah. at. Uh, yeah, it is. But at you Louis? have to say you have to hey, say porchetta at Louis' house. Porchetta is on the menu. I bet it is. Yeah. Oh yeah. And so these are uh,
2: eleven and thirteen. You Italian guys, they kids. they go like this. No, no, they go. And the one goes. We're not allowed. I go. Of course, you're not allowed.
7: Little bookies in the making.
2: You know that's an insult
7: right there. Why? Whoa, before, whoa, Louie, whoa! Sweet Maybe Louie's they're, good, come at after you. Maybe they, they're it, good at yeah. math. Maybe they're good at math.
2: It may or may not be true that they've already been pinched for
1: selling cigarette cards. Right. Stop it! You're talking <laughs>
2: about an 11 year old and a 13 year old. These are your these are your friends' kids, but they know. <laughs> Uh, and so now the two I would kids, love, listen, good kids,
7: as as a father, I would love to get the phone call from middle school or high school that Layla was
2: a little
7: a running book maker. Book. That'd um, be so great. We have a problem. Yeah, have a problem. that would be. Well, she's doing math. What are you talking so about?
2: My son comes uh, to me the other day and he says, uh, "Dad, we're starting a uh, business. Me, Blake, Devonte, uh, the Wolffinger boys. He says we're starting a business. We're going to start selling baseball cards." I'm the director of finance. And I was like, I've seen your math grades. I don't know if we should be putting you in charge as the director of finance right now, Gio. But, uh, okay, I said, well, what do you How mean? How about director of marketing? So, yeah. He goes, Dad, I'm the director of finance. I'm like, all right. You got-. I said, what do you mean you're selling baseball cards? Well, we're going to take some of our baseball cards. We're going to sell them. And he presents me with five. He goes, these, he, these are his cards. Yeah. He goes, what do you think about these five cards? What would you pay for these? And I looked through of them. I looked through them. I said, I don't know, maybe $15, $20. He goes, That's it? And I said, Listen, these have a market value. You you guys have to look up and know. What you're selling. What you're selling and what the value is. And he goes, Hmm. Now you and all see, of a sudden, yeah. he looked at those. And and I think it's a little, little more plan. complicated. Our ah. business plan has just gone down the tubes. When I told him that's it, I said, Well, what did you think you were going to get for those cards? One of them was a Mike Trout card, I guess. Million dollars? Yeah, I mean, really, I'm like, What? What do you think? You're, he's like, what I don't know. I thought maybe a hundred. I'm like a hundred. Those are yeah. What kind of business are you running in there? Those are five cards. I don't know if one of those might be worth a nickel. I, I don't know. I mean,
7: that, sounds like uh, taking little uh, little Steve's money on the Lions is a lot easier right, than being like a director be. of finance. Them, that Gabby hey. Moreno
1: card might be worth ten cents. I don't <laughs> know. Tell him tell to invest in high end uh, gym shoes. <laughs> well, that, that, that's that, where you want to go. I mean, these kids. You know.
2: How's your Ken Griffey Jr. rookie card? Why it's why worth nothing.
1: Them? Teach your kid the lesson of the Ken Griffey Jr. rookie card. Now, they
2: say the cards today, if you get the right ones, are much more valuable the because they don't mass
1: produce them. No, nah, that's not true. They mass produce the regulars, the commons. But not the special ones. The special cards, which is the one in a box. Which is like one in a million? Maybe. One in a box. And of the one in the box, there's 48 of them that are crap and two that might be worth something.
7: Yeah, they open them up on, like, TikTok and stuff like that. And, like, there's all these live TikToks of guys that are just sitting there opening card boxes and packets and hoping that one of them you know, you get your it's like it's kind of like when you uh, when you do like a storage wars and like you don't know what's yeah, in there. Right, you don't know there. Like, you don't know what's in there. You're... So you buy these card packs and like people go to, you know, all over the place and buy them and then they open them up on TikTok live or Instagram live or whatever. And uh, they hope to find something that's going to bankroll them. And if you get
2: the right one, I guess it's
7: something. Valuable. Do they have the
4: cards? Is your son into the ones that have like the clips of the jersey? embedded not, on the card I don't
2: think he has any of those he might have cuz those, those are like
4: what Abdallah's talking about yeah, those like are the you find ones. the the high price cards and they will have like Luka Doncic's jersey a piece of it yeah. embedded in the
2: actual That's crazy. card yeah, I don't think he has any hey. of those he has some of the hologram hey. cards which they say are a little bit more valuable yeah. but yeah. Uh,
1: yeah Santino's fathers on in uh, uh, Vinny's on line one
2: little oh, Is that Louis from yeah, St. John? Louis. Are you sure? Or is that not just a positive. Louis from St. I'm positive. Is this little Louis Bufano? This is little Louis Vincenzi from San Francisco. How about yeah, that? My oh, what's up, Piesan. Guys,
8: I'm not, I'm not sure what direction to go in here. I mean, we got good parenting. We got bad Italian food. Right. Uh, we got uh, a finance director role for the young DeFalco, for which I can claim a little ownership of as well. And, uh, and I think I got a relevant question. All right. Uh, we'll so, start... you know, I
2: don't know where to go. Go with your relevant question. What do you think it is? Go ahead. Let's see if it's relevant.
8: All right, well, you know, Jim Harbaugh in, in the NCAA comes over to the NFL, goes back to the NCAA. What's the incentive for a James Harbaugh to come back to the NFL? Are we sure we're not all speculating uh, using some recency bias, the shiny new nickel that just won a national championship with a really great story for this year? or what's, uh, Why would he come back to the NFL when it looks like he's got everything he needs right where he's at? I
2: don't know, $20 million a year maybe. Well, when no, like you put it, it on top of the other fifty, does that matter? Uh, I don't know. It's a good maybe. question. May, maybe trying to win the Super Bowl that eluded him, losing it to his brother. He's a super competitive guy. He's a little nutty, maybe a lot nutty. I, you know, Louis it could I chap his ass. Louis, thanks, buddy. You don't know. You know I like I think those are you know what motivates
1: people. You know, yeah, what right. what does motivate it? Is it the money that motivates him? I mean, he's happy after having to take a pay cut three, four years ago at college. Yeah. He's happy to kind of have Michigan over the barrel. Why not?
2: He definitely has
1: Yeah, he's the got barrel. him over the barrel. What do you guys want to pay me? How much?
2: Not enough. We gotta go to Bruce and El Grove. Not enough said right now. What's up, Bruce? Bruiser. Hey
9: Carm, Yurk. what up, guys? How what are up, you? Man? Good man. How are you? Oh, living the dream every day. Real quick before I get to my original comment, uh, I'm a hu- huge fan of Harbaugh coming to the Bears. I hope that happens. Okay. Uh, now, my my original uh, my original call, a reason for calling. So I got in my truck. I'm, you know, I'm, I turn you guys on because you guys are the midday listen to all the time, and I heard you guys talking about cards right away. So as a as a side gig, as a side hustle, a uh, buddy of mine kind of got me into it, reselling and everything like that. So what I'll end up doing is. I'll buy a card on the cheap, and then I'll end up reselling it for a few bucks more here and there. It all depends on uh, the type of card. Usually the cards that are the big-time go-tos are Michael Jordans. Like, Jordan cards barely lose their value. Really? Yeah. So if you have a Jordan, any kind of Jordan that's of, like, even if it's older, like, you'll, you will you should get a good resale well,
2: on has got a bunch of Jordan cards, don't you, Yurko? No. 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 Thought, oh, you have a bunch of Lemieux cards, right? Yeah, What's the, uh, Mario Lemieux both, hockey. Yeah. Nobody
1: connects. Could, nobody, nobody collects. Where hockey. do you
2: sell these, Bruce? Like on a marketplace? You sell them to card stores? Like so? I, no, I stay away from card, card stores. stores be, no, I stay away from card stores
9: because oftentimes they want to get the biggest bang for their buck as well. Okay. Um, usually, I use the app called Whatnot.
2: Hmm. What
9: that um, app? Uh, that app you can usually get a lot of good deals on, and usually sell stuff or buy stuff, or uh, you know make money off. It and you or find it, you but, find but,
1: it some Either way, you're trying to buy low and you you're trying to sell, sell a little bit uh, higher. higher. That's yeah. right. but exactly. You're, you're hustling at that point. I mean, 100%. you are working. You are working to make that happen.
9: It's fun too, though. Like I have, like a, I have an Instagram page. I have like just some other stuff too. Like it's again, it's not like super lucrative or anything like that. But like it kind of, you know, it's a hobby that I had as a kid, not necessarily the yeah. the buying and selling. It keeps the like heat on, right? Aspect.
1: It might keep the heat on a
2: little bit.
9: Well, I think his job <laughs>
2: keeps the heat on.
9: But. I, uh, my job keeps the heat on, but the side hustle like probably puts uh puts deer in my my belly. There you go. there you go. Yeah. What's Do you want to shout
2: belly? out your uh, Instagram real quick? Uh yeah, Uh, the coach or Coach Bruce Cards. Coach, Br- Coach, excuse coach. me, Bruce Coach Bruce Cards. Coach, Coach Bruce Cards. At Coach Bruce Cards. All right, that Bruce. Thanks, buddy. There you go. You check it out. Well, maybe you get that for the little guy. They're
1: social media magnets, right? These oh, little my kids God! Now, don't they know everything? Oh uh, yeah. Well, well, yeah. They know more than I do. They do. I will tell you that for darn sure. Let me ask you guys this question.
2: Go ahead. I thought about this last night, speaking of. Another social issue media.
1: with the child? No, 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 no.
2: All right, mm, go ahead. What do you got? Social this is on Instagram. Media. You guys at Black and Dollar are going to laugh. Gonna guys, think, this is on the gram. They're going to think I'm crazy, but. Somebody block you again? No, nobody's ever blocked me on Instagram. <laughs> I don't
4: think. <laughs> Remember when Danny and Schomburg called in and say you blocked him and you got so upset over it? Oh, yeah, it?
2: he's full of it. I would, why would I block Danny and Schomburg? No, I know. I'm, it
4: was a joke. We'll Go ahead. Continue on. on. Let's what continue you guys,
2: on. Like, what's, what do you guys do? Like, let's, uh, in the real, I thought of it. I don't know why I thought of it last night, but I did. The John Morant. Okay. John Morant's out for the year.
5: Yes. yes. Injured.
2: Injured. And so I'm. Torn uh, have, Torn labor. Play uh, what did he played nine games I think they went six and three in those games he was playing great they they you know they got to such a tough start anyway I'm scrolling through uh, Instagram at the end of the game last night York and I see that and I see it on Woj's maybe on Sports Center whatever it was and I like reposted in my story because I feel like it's relevant news I do that often right right and then I don't know what made me think of this but I'm looking at the the post and there's like six hundred and twenty four thousand likes. On that post. Right. Do you like that or is it odd to like bad news? You know what I'm saying? Like Mike Vrabel's is fired and you see it on Instagram. Do you like that, that post? I think
1: that means people liked it because they noticed it and they think it's good news and it's relevant and uh, mm. you, yeah, know, I, you should take a look at it.
4: I would say be. the only time it's weird to like something is for a death, mm. like a tragic a tra- death, like a true like tragedy. Like on Facebook or yeah. on Instagram and you're like, yeah, oh, that's we lost weird. I'll go like so. right? that is weird. Major isn't it? news uh, that that ends in death. I think it's weird to like
2: that. And you see it though a lot of times. Like if you're following different news sites and they'll post things on their feed. Like you'll see it uh, a million yeah. likes, and it is. I'm. It's. I find that odd. Like what are we liking exactly? You know. And again, I'll repost it in my story so people can. Maybe if they don't follow that particular thing or person, they can see it if they're scrolling through my story, and then you can click on the actual link and 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 read what it's all about, read what's going on. I you know put all kinds of breaking news stuff in there. Like the latest one I put in there was the news about T.J. Watt not playing this weekend. But I didn't like that post because it kind of sucks for T.J. Watt and the Steelers, right? I don't know. Weird things I think about, I guess, Yerk. Maybe I'm putting too much in there. I, 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 I don't know.
7: Well, you Facebook know? has the dislike, right? You can dislike something, or is that Facebook, YouTube?
2: Ha- Facebook has that?
7: I don't know. I'm not on Facebook. Grandparents are on that. YouTube, I think, definitely has it. So, Facebook is great for
1: like my, my mom. Yeah, gets, yeah, gets, yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you get yeah. yeah, sure. So the
4: older, they, older you folks, know, yeah, it's yeah. seen. They get yeah. yeah. talk yeah. to things out there. It's yeah. perfect
2: for them. I'm your telling mom you. uses that, huh? That's my mom uses Facebook. Yeah, wow.
4: Yeah, but I think a lot of moms use Facebook. My mom's yeah.
1: seventy-seven.
7: Right. Exactly.
1: And the only way to communicate with people in Canada, you can do it on the phone, but. I think with Facebook, it's a little bit better. It's easier.
7: Pictures and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Nicer. Thank you. Pictures yeah. and whatnot. Yes. Exactly. So that's why she utilizes it. She likes it. Yeah. Um, I, myself, am on the Snapchat in the, in the Gram. Are you really on Snapchat? And the X. Yeah.
7: I'm surprised at
2: that.
1: Well, I signed up for it one night. I was uh, boozed up. Huh.
7: A little heavy. I am One of not- my buddies said, get on there. What do you mean? The pictures of Little Johnny disappear? Yeah. Sign me up. I am now. No, I don't put pictures of Little Johnny up there. Nobody <laughs>
0: wants to. Let me tell you.
1: Nobody wants to see nobody Johnny. Nobody wants to see Little Johnny. I promise you that. Well, I mean. nobody. Maybe one person. Maybe a one person. Maybe one person. I can think of two for sure, but. I, feel like, I mean, I know what the hell that even means. <laughs> yeah, yeah, think about it for a
2: second. <laughs> no, no, think about it for a second. Is it's not my, fucking a dollar. Is that my, yeah. It's, that not my, like an a that my it's not fucking a dollar. I can think of two people. I can think of two people. Behind the glass. Yeah, not those two. No. Yeah. I don't have Snapchat. Uh, you but leave def- Danny alone. It's okay. definitely, <laughs> you leave Danny and Sylvia alone. <laughs> it's definitely big amongst uh, America's youth. Yeah. So I know that for sure. Your girl looks like the best pro guy.
1: Oh, the guy was in the (laughs) pool? Why why are people doing that? Why are people jumping in the Why are people making
7: fun of him or why are people jumping in the pool? I
1: know why people are making fun of him. You want to go swimming. Listen. I don't get myself caught naked around anybody, all right?
4: Even the fish were not like, the way, that's way, way. not a worm. The fish, Did worm. you see that? The fish that, stayed away. Yeah, yeah. yeah,
1: that whole thing was weird. I know. Well, I don't know why people do that. I don't know either. And some guy caught a fish out of there, netted one
2: one time. What are you guys doing? <laughs> people are weird, <laughs> man. Lunacy. You've t- never thought of that? No. Anything for clicks. Never. People are just weird. Yeah, maybe it is. Maybe it's just anything for clicks. I don't know. Uh, all right, where are we going next here, boys? Let's go to... Well, some I, push. Your, 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 your social media thing kind of threw me yeah. what, what other social media questions
1: do you have
4: for us, Carm?
2: I think that was it for right now. I was wondering about that. Why do you repost news? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, why do I do that? Yeah, why I, do
7: you repost?
2: Your
4: whole premise is uh, that's not what Instagram stories are for. That is a
7: well, fair criticism. It for? It's for your stuff. Well,
4: it's for your personal your content. life. Yeah, you, no one. Man. No one's going to someone's story for news. Oh, right. Yeah, I it's didn't not know Twitter. Grable was fired, but Carmen tweeted it or Instagram. Yeah, so it. so the, the whole premise, Carmen is yeah, like well, that's not really I'd say how like you use it. Eighty percent of what I put in my story is like
7: yeah. personal yeah. stuff. I would say if it's like bears related, sure. Something yeah, like if that. If it's bears related, I yeah. always do it. Or if it's yeah. station related, I do it. Sure. Yeah. I like the... Uh, but, like, I, the Woj on John Moran, like, I don't know if I needed that in Carm's feed. I got, know, I got that from Woj. I got that from
2: Woj.
4: I mean, it, Car- Carmen is uh, trying to help out those who are not following Woj. That's the right. thing, That's fair. Right? That's you, know, fair. you are doing that. How many followers does he have? Like, five million? Yeah, I yeah. think, I I just think you're
7: good, I think odds are if I someone's following good. you, they might be following I think there's
4: crossover there. Is that what you're suggesting? Yeah, I think there's crossover. That Venn
7: diagram's pretty big in the middle. Yeah, I think you're probably
2: right about that. That's a good point. Probably <laughs> a lot of crossover on that one. Mike Snowbrook
5: on ESPN 1000. What's up, Mike? Hey, guys. I say a couple of things. First, if you want to know why Harbaugh wants to come back to the NFL, then you must not have an older or little brother who's already <laughs> achieved the Super Bowl or right. who's already done something you haven't. Yeah. So, but um, I think people are overcomplicating it, man. If you, just, if you want to keep Justin Fields, then you ask Harbaugh, you know, if he can work with him. If he can work with him because he has experience doing it in the past, then you keep fields and you make a you make a killing on the on the trade. But if you can't, then you gotta get rid of fields and, and go on I'll hang up a list, of what you gotta if say. You, Thanks for taking if my if call. you brought
2: a new coach, you'd absolutely want his opinion on it. Yes. And now when they brought Nagy in here a year into the Mitch thing, Mitch was too young and had only played, you know, what, 10, 12 games or so. And yeah. you weren't making any kind of change. And Nagy's going to tell you anything you want to hear at that point because he's 30, what, eight at the time and yeah. trying to become a first time head coach in the NFL. Oh, yeah, well, I like Mitch. I like Mitch, even though he didn't. You know, this would be a different scenario. You hire Harbaugh, you're going to listen to what your new coach says about. The quarterback position and his opinions about your guy and anybody else.
1: And not only that, but if you, not that, your general manager needs it or needs help. He has been associated with the college game. He has been recruiting, so he's familiar with a guys that are coming out now, guys that are going to be in college next year, guys that are already in the league. He could have some thoughts about those individuals, guys that he think
2: might could play better. Maybe you can get a deal on things like that too. Yes, three one two three three two three seven seven six. If you want to ring us up, uh, Waddle and Sylvie up two to six today. We'll crosstalk with the guys in 30. Black and Abdallah are on tonight, six until eight. Remember to watch us today and every day on the ESPN Chicago YouTube page. That's right, we've got a YouTube page. And make sure you've got the app handy because you can listen anytime, anywhere. We'll be right back.
0: Zoning out on that Zoom meeting? Zoom, 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 Find out what
2: Carmen and Yurko were talking about. Tell your smart speaker to play ESPN 1000. I have uh, another question for you guys. I'm full
1: of queries today, Yurko. Yes, you are. You're trying to find things out. It's a new year. It, It is.
2: Yeah. I have a question. I'm ready. And I want all I want all of you to answer. Why is Dak Prescott not the MVP of this league this year? Uh, because there's not a clear-cut
1: number one. And I think there's going to be a wide-open voting for this. But when I look at the stats, it would seem to me that Dak Prescott is. And there's a couple of key losses there. Is that why? And I think that's 100% exactly why. When there's no crystal clear front runner. And a guy who throws for, what, 35, 36 touchdowns during the year? Back through 36. He led the They're, league. I got you. I understand. But that's not an amount that goes above and beyond. We've had guys in the 50s. We have. 47, in a 16-game season. We have. So nobody has had, I'm going to blow you out of the water league. Now, Dak Prescott, if you look at all the key stats, is probably top four or top five in each one of the stats. Being a leader in
2: touchdowns thrown. Uh, he, he had a... Yardage or no? He's no, not in yards. He threw for 4,500 yards. Was he third or second? He was, I think, third. Right. He had a 4-to-1 touchdown to interception ratio. Which is pretty good. Led the league in touchdown passes. He was second in the league behind Brock Purdy in completion percentage, in uh, EPA plus completion percentage over expectation. He was second in the league. He had a quarterback rating of 105.9. He had a QBR of 72.6. We don't love that stat, but 72.6 puts him near the top of the leaderboard for the year. That's very, very good. His team went 12-5, and and maybe Yurko's right. There were a few bad losses in there. Is it because Dak went in? Excuse me. Is it because Lamar went into San Francisco and... Made the Niners look silly? Like, did that end? Is that it? Why is Dak not the MVP? Nerds.
7: I'll tell you why. Nerds. Nerds. Because if you look, if you dig into the numbers and look at DVOA, the Ravens team, and I know it's an individual award, but the Ravens team, this 2023 team, is the fifth best. Regular that's, season I, team yeah, since 1981. Like they're on par with like the 85 Bears, right? Yes. Aren't in, they? In, yeah, w- they are. Yeah. In, yeah. Uh, the, the only teams that are better than them are the, the number one regular season DVOA team from 1981 to 2023 is the 2007 New England Patriots. After mm. that, the 90, 91 uh, Redskins, now Commanders, the 85 Bears, the 2020, uh, 2010 Patriots and after that the mm. Ravens. If you go by weighted DVOA, which puts more stock to, at the at, end at of the, the season, end, yeah. they're the second best team uh, ever true. since 1981.
2: But you're, but Adam, you're right. That is a all-encompassing team but stat. Like but
7: the quarterback gets the praise. Like the quarterback I mean, gets. Like this I, isn't Rex Grossman with the Bears. This no, that's very true. This isn't the '85 Bears where the defense dominated. This is Lamar is is not doing all of the carrying of this team, but he is doing everything possible for this team.
2: I I can give you nerdy stats on Dak, though, too. Like I said, he was way ahead in EPA plus completion percentage ahead of uh, Lamar. He's way ahead in adjusted EPA per play. Uh, He's not way ahead here. He's only separated by two spots, but he's better. He was second overall in the NFL amongst all quarterbacks in success rate. He was at nearly fifty three percent for success rate. That trailed only Brock Purdy. I can give you a bunch of energy stats and, on that and, and, too. And, and by the way, the team
1: award for that type of situation of being the fifth best team of all time is the Super Bowl. Yeah, that's yeah. the team award for that. Mm. That's not an individual award where one gets to go ahead and reap the benefits of having a team that's the fifth uh, best all overall. Mm-hmm. So.
2: Yeah, kind of a weird year, right? Like, scoring was it's way down. Weird... The quarterback numbers weren't quite yeah. as gaudy. Weird MVP race all the way to the end. But when it's all said and done, sure appears that Lamar Jackson's going to be a two-time MVP, Eric, Uh Without the, the gaudiest numbers in the world, although he was pretty good late, like Adam said. That weighted DVO stat, DVOA stat, really uh, starts to emphasize the games later and starts throwing away the early stuff. And the Ravens finished the season pretty strong.
7: Do you know where the Bears finished in weighted DVOA
2: for the season? Oh, that's a, I would guess because the finish was good now, the Green Bay game might throw a wrinkle in this. I would guess they're in the top seven.
7: That's actually not a bad guess. They're 11th.
2: 11th. Okay. All right. You know, I bet you the Green Bay game kind of threw a little bit. I bet you they, they
7: were even... 32nd last year in weighted DVOA. Oh, I'm not shocked at that at they all. They went from 32nd oh, to 11th. in a row. Yeah.
2: That's a big jump. that That's the case for Iberflus? I wonder if Iberflus is going in. Hey, look where we're finishing. wait hey to Hey, uh,
7: Would you talk to my agent, Aaron Schatz, of
2: <laughs> I be honest FTN with you.
7: Fantasy? I'd bring it with me. Yeah, well, you'd have to. I'd bring it
2: with Viking Scots and Crown Point on ESPN 1000. What up, Scotty?
5: I'm, I'm going to miss my banter on Sundays with you via text a little bit. I know, um, bud. A couple, couple things here. You know, every season, when you get older now, being 56 years old, and I've been a fan for like 51 years, but I'll just take the last... 46 years, since 1977, the Vikings have made the playoffs 23 years. So people can say whatever they are, they're choked because they've lost four Super Bowls, never won one. So when you don't make it, it kind of takes something out of you as another year passes. So the frustration I can connect with Bears fans is that, that when a season ends and there isn't the hopes and the dreams you had, it kind of knocks you down a little bit. So it's it's kind of weird here. These next couple of days, waiting for the playoffs. Last year, we got in somehow, lost the home game at the Giants because it was you know kind of smoke and mirrors with 11 wins yeah. by one score. But I got a couple other things here, real quick. I think football is being ruined by analytics, Carmen. I know you're a big analytics. How about coaches' intuition? Because Harbaugh said, "Hey, I want to punt that ball." From the 42-yard line because we've held them to three points with four minutes to go the first half somehow call a timeout and someone convinced them no we're better off going for this and i think it's starting to ruin the game mm-hmm. to a certain extent because all these great hall of fame coaches a lot of intuition comes into play and they're usually pretty good with it the good ones and analytics is ruining that and then i just one last thing with york york you just mentioned justin fields an above average quarterback is that your eye test, statistical test, or what are you using for that personal evaluation of Justin Fields after 40 starts, no comebacks of seven points in his career so far?
1: The uh, eye test, specifically, hey, Scotty. he becomes an above-average quarterback with his ability to run. That's it. That's it? That's it. Okay. I, t- I said it earlier. Yeah. Maybe Scotty was didn't hear it because he was so excited to start ringing up the phone call, You know, come after the good kid. But, no, it's because of his running that made him above-average quarterback. It wasn't his passing. Mm. Which I said that before also though I do um, think this year he had some games
2: where he looked pretty impressive with his arm. There were some. Not, I just wish we not saw not more. you needed more. I agree. And in response to Scotty's more. point about analytics are they ruining it and why not intuition if you were going in for um try to think of what kind of a, uh, comparable. a comparable. for what if you were let, let's say you were going in for surgery. Okay, and uh, your doctor said, eh, the hell with data and science and math. I'm going to just kind of trust my gut. What would you say? Well, my guess is you'd find a different doctor. That's all I'm going to say, Scott. Yeah I, yeah, I don't know about it. Don't, I don't really care what God, my intuition that, is. Like, data,
1: doctors know by experience what needs to be done, what doesn't need to be done.
2: I, I'd, I'd kind of like to look at. Uh,
1: they you don't, know, they, you data know, points, what, 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 not know, intuition. But what data points are they doing well, if your right, appendix got to come uh, out? The guy's got a fever. He's puking up bile. <laughs> hey, maybe it's his appendix.
2: Let's how go about, get it. Uh, there are data points that tell him that. I mean, the guy's not going to perform cataract surgery. How about your, surgery, your finance guy? Uh, Yeah, when you got a low-right low abdominal so That's what strain. I'm saying. What if, what if the doctor's intuition in that moment said, you know what, I think I'm going to operate on your heart. instead." Yeah. I mean, like, yeah. I could probably find a different doctor. You would
0: find a different doctor, absolutely.
2: That's all I would say, Scotty. Let's
5: go to – where are you gotta going? Well,
2: i got to look over the I screen. mean, what's going on? Let's go to Ryan on I-55. What's up, Ryan?
5: Hey, gentlemen. Just wanted to say two things quick. For the bourbon uh, whiskey, you got a pick for you, the Gemma Kentucky 2XO bourbon. Okay. All right. the 2XO, is that, Dixon,
2: is that Dixon Dedman's new thing? 2XO, yes. right? Yes. Yeah, I like Dixon Deadman a lot. I got to meet Dixon once. He is the guy that brought Kentucky Owl back. And uh yep. he's since sold it, and he's doing his own thing now. He's—I uh, met him at Bub City once. And Dixon is yeah. a very interesting guy, and uh, I haven't had a ton Ooh. of his new stuff yet. But the two XO I have tried was good—seventy-five dollars a bottle. Yeah, car. it's good stuff. We'll—we'll uh, we'll see about it. Uh, uh, we'll see if they're with our friends stuff. at Breakthrough. We can maybe make it happen. We'll—we'll we'll check it out. Yeah,
5: the two—the two the XO is two hundred a bottle. <laughs> yeah, it's pricey. Um, and then for the bears, for the whole bears thing. All I want them to do is make the game entertaining so I don't use the Bears' schedule to get my nap in. Because uh-huh. after a couple of these first drives, you're like, I'm just like, all right, well, I'm going to close my eyes and pray that something's going to happen by the, by the third quarter.
2: Never a good thing. That's never a good yeah. thing. Ryan, thanks, brother. What do you make of the uh, opponent's schedule? I get you. It's the gem of Kentucky. The gem of Kentucky's like
5: yeah. straight
1: uh, the, bourbon whiskey. Yeah. I got, There's others that are offered up there that uh, are, different, uh, are different brands. They got it here for two thirty a bottle. Yeah. Two that's pricey. Gem
2: of Kentucky. But car. that's Dixon's new thing. Uh, Yurko, the future opponents, twenty twenty-four for the Bears. Yes. The road games are not that sexy this year. In terms of like what would be a great okay. trip. at Arizona. AZ's fun, especially if it's late in the year and it's cold here, I guess. At but Detroit, at Green Bay, at Houston, at Indy, at Mini, at San Francisco. At Washington commands. Like none of those are great. Maybe the San Fran game. I, I like San Fran, but you also got to get down to Santa Clara then for the game. Not the end of the world, I guess, about well, forty miles. Where's our London game? Well, we have heard that the Bears are have been tapped for one of the Europe games. I, I heard one of the London games. We'll see when the schedule comes out. What if it's one of their home games? What if it's the home date against Jacksonville? What if it's Bears and Jags in London, but it's a Bears home game? Because the Jags are a home opponent for the Bears next year, Yerk. Yeah, seven. I'm counting right now. The Eight. Bears have nine home games next year. Nine. Where am I missing one? They, they, one, they're. They've two, got nine. Three, four, five, six, seven. They've got the division, York. And then they oh, have the they Rams, have the Seahawks. They, have, they do have the nine, Titans, yes. the Jags, the Panthers. They, that's and the it. Patriots. That's your Jacksonville game, so right there. You think there. that's going to be the London Whenever game? Whenever they play, yeah, absolutely. That's the game we got to go to. I have a feeling
1: Jacksonville's wants like seven games over there. You think? that? Not, means- I don't think they do. Saad Khan does. They went two and zero in London this yeah. year, didn't they? I think Saad Khan wants to be out there. Didn't they go
2: 2-0 in London? They did. Th- they played played went them 2-0. All over
1: there. 2-0 in London. 2-0. Is that what I said? Yeah. 2-0. 2-0 in London.
2: You said 2-0. 2-0, 2-0, in 2-0 in London. Yeah. The Jags. What the hell happened? I mean, I know Trevor was hurt. Collapse. Cam Robinson missed a lot of the year. A little bit, yeah. Christian Kirk was hurt down the stretch. Yeah. I, ju- I think Trevor, I don't want to make excuses for him. He was bad. But I, I think he's playing injured, obviously. But, Ugh. Not Purdy, Yerk. No, it was not good. They've already fired a defensive. They coach. fired seven coaches, I think. Oh, did
1: they on the defensive side of the I still ball? Love it. it was their fault. Their offense couldn't score.
2: <laughs> exactly. How
1: about it was that? their fault? Trevor was it's, overthrowing yeah, guys defensively. They, they couldn't. Yeah. Come on. What a
2: shame. Yeah, they lost five. I mean, in their that's, last my six. Guy. that's my guy. Completely lost grip of it.
1: Five out of six. It's my guy, Doug Peterson. I mean, I like Dougie. There's no issues whatsoever. Former teammate of mine in, in Green Bay up there. Um Boy, it's hard though. You know, you can't score, and you're going to blame
2: the defense. Seven. I think it was seven defensive coaches got fired. Three, one, two, three, three, two. ESPN. We'll sneak in a few more calls, and we're going to cross talk at two with Waddle and Sylvie. We'll be right back.
1: Working from home. We're back in the office. Don't miss a minute of Carmen and Yurko. Just ask your smart speaker to
2: play ESPN One Thousand. so and Sylvie coming up at two. Black and a Ball tonight six until eight. Let's go to Ken... I'm sorry. Let's go to Matt and Evanston. Been waiting patiently. What's up, Maddie? Hi, hi guys. Thanks for the show. Good show. Thanks. You know
8: when I when I watched the game uh, against the Packers after the game, I was I, I looked at all the the analysts, whether it was on TV, on the internet, or just reading articles, and the whole focus really was. What are, the, what are the Bears going to do with Justin Fields, his performance, whether they should get Caleb Williams? But so little assessment of, I think, more important than Fields, the evaluation of the performance of the head coach in a huge game, in a huge game, a game that was a playoff game for the, for the Packers. And to me, it was also like a playoff game for the Bears because you're, this is an evaluation for next year. This is an assessment of how well you've advanced. And they just took not just one step back. They took five step back. The Packers had 450 yards yes. of offense against the Bears. They just destroyed them. They made them look bad. And that reminded me of the first game of the season, which was also against the Packers, where, again, Iber Flus just laid out a big goose. You can't put it on fields. That's not fields. He had nothing to do in that last game. He never had time to throw the ball. He wasn't on defense field. Why did they allow 450 yards? And yet, no one is here analyzing. They're just giving Eberflus a free pass because he had a couple of good games against the Falcons and against against the Cardinals. You know, teams that are, that are our Top ten picks this year.
2: Yes. I don't think that nobody's. I, I, I feel like I don't think I wouldn't say it's fair. To say nobody's trying to hold him accountable or giving or everybody's giving him a free pass. I mean, they're excellent points, Matt. We've talked about it. The way the season started and ended is brutal. It is. And I get you're not going to make your determining. You're like, you're not going to make decisions based on singular data points or even small samples. But bad way to start and finish. I don't like, for what it's worth, it maybe it requires a deeper dive and some further analytic look. But I don't like. Most of the data points against quality teams and quality opponents. They did stockpile some wins at the end of the year against very bad football teams. And I don't like that. I think it should all go into judging him. Yes. And I hate the fact that Jordan Love threw for over 550 yards on this team in two games this year. Over 550 yards. Bears got outgained by 240 yards on Sunday. Not good. Not good at all. For a team that was supposed to be surging going into and the And there's no
1: game. factors.
2: No factors at all. Jalen Johnson, Johnson being out being
1: there. doesn't help. And the next guy got hurt. right? And then Trill Smith got right. banged up. So your backup
2: got banged up. So now you're playing Romeo your third Romeo Dobbs got banged up and left the game. I Christian Watson didn't play. Their left tackle missed the whole year. Mm-hmm. I could, We could go round and round. Well, I'm just saying the Bears
1: defense that you know. Let's be specific. I, I don't care what happened on the Green Bay side. I'm asking you specifically what happened on the Chicago Bears side. You're playing your third corner on the one side. That takes away from your depth once you start going into nickel and dime, also. It does. Right? They got their ass kicked on the lines of scrimmage. That, that hurts. That's what hurts the most. So, why did they get their ass kicked on the offensive line? One can say. Well, third center. Yeah, you're doing whatever you were doing at the center position and the guard position. You're down once, to your third center. Once Nate Harris, and they, between Nate Harris and Tevin Jenkins. Nate Davis. Nate Davis, thank you. Nate Davis. They can't wait to get hurt. It almost seems like boy they can't. Wait. Who's the first one? I have a wager every day: which guard will come off the field first? That's no good. It's like one of them's going to come off. I know. It's no good. Every game, one of the guards wants to come off the field at some point.
2: Yeah, that's no good, Yerk.
1: So there you go. Yeah. If you want my analysis of what I looked like, your ass got kicked on the offensive and defensive lines mm. by the other team. Okay, not a because good look. Why? They were better than you were.
2: Mm. Period. John's and Joliet. What's up, John?
1: Well, you uh,
6: are hitting the nail on the head. You can draft whoever you want with the first pick, but if you don't upgrade that offensive line, they're just going to run for their lives like Fields has done for the last three years. Okay. Then then increase your defensive line. That's where the game is won, in the trenches. You have people around Fields. He can throw. He can run. That's your whole game plan right there. If you don't get an offensive line, we're doing the same thing next year and the year after and the year after. They can get Caleb Williams. doesn't matter.
1: That's the only problem. Teams face pressure everywhere. They do. Teams face pressure everywhere. Johnny, thanks. Every given Sunday, you see a guy's not sitting back there patting the ball forever. Mm Mm-hmm. The guys recognize where the blitzes are coming from, where the pass rush is coming from. They're climbing to pocket. They're getting out of the way, and they're finding ways to complete balls or at least get rid of the football. Yeah. Okay? I don't see a lot of quarterbacks sitting there doing the dance of dances, pitter-patting around, trying to find an escape route every time. And the the, the numbers are out there. Who holds the ball the longest?
2: Uh, unfortunately, it's just...
1: Those <laughs> numbers are out there. Yeah. Who holds the ball the longest? Yeah, that's
2: a good point. Joe Walt would look good in a Bears uniform, though. I think we all agree. Fashana would look good in a Bears uniform. I think this we all agree. The kid from Penn State. The kid from Washington. Uh, last night, you got to see him on the left side. I know that line struggled, and that's been a good offensive line all year. Michigan's line really outplayed him. I think you'd have to sit down and watch the oh. tape a little more closely to see how well their left tackle yeah. held and up. And by the way,
1: the kid from Merrillville,
2: 78. I said he was number 98. He's number 78. 78. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Um, so there will be some options out there for him. Uh, All right, if you guys want to sit tight, Waddle and Sylvia are going to be taking more phone calls. So you don't have to go anywhere. They're going to be taking Bears calls. Black and Abdallah on tonight, 6 until 8. But uh, we're going to have crosstalk with Waddle and Sylvia when we come back in just a couple of short minutes. Remember, download the ESPN Chicago app. Listen wherever you are in the world at any time with the great app. And you can listen live. You can listen back. You can check out all the great original content and all the podcasts that we have Make sure you have the free ESPN Chicago app on your smartphone and you can watch us every day on YouTube. Uh, Carmen and Yurko combo. We don't do this often. It's the combo final word. We're back in two minutes. Carmen and Yurko present today's final word.
1: Because you had to be a big shot, did you? You had to open up your mouth. Today's final you word. Had to have a last word on Carmen and Yurko. It's uh, sexy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, in a, I don't know in a sexier in a weird way. Means. Well, you know what
2: it means. I mean, if I saw a what woman naked,
1: she would be a sexy woman. Doesn't matter what she looks like. Well, but some
2: are sexier than yeah, others. Yeah,
1: uh-huh. Let's face Look it. Look at you. All of a sudden, you're the judge, huh?
2: Mm-hmm. Well, what? You've never judged? I mean, I, you know.